This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, mm. all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the RJ Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Arctic Podcast, episode 61. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. The date is July the 27th, 2019. On this day in history, in 1890, oh, Vincent Van Gogh shoots himself in the chest. Cool, man. He, he dies two days later <laughs> at his brother's house. Good story. The artist who only sold one piece during his lifetime. Maybe that's what will happen to me, you know. Like, I think it's going to happen with us. Yeah. The, uh, the podcast will take off. and Yeah. Like, everyone will be like, when's the next episode? <laughs> like, they're dead. Yeah. They're dead. Our families will do very well. <laughs> Depending on who we leave it oh, to. Screw those guys. Well, I, don't <laughs> I don't know who we should leave it to. Uh, we should establish a beneficiary. Of the podcast? Yeah. Is that is that possible? Sure. Mm. Part of an asset. Hey, by the way, we need y'all help here, okay? We well, got sorry. What was that? <laughs> we need we need y'all help. We got y'all help. Y'all. Just pick your favorite episode. If they if it's all of them, I agree. Uh, really? <laughs> just share it with a friend. We need you to share it with a friend. Leave us a review. Come find us on Facebook. We I have, think we, we still have some fun on Facebook. Only have like seventy eight thousand thousand people listening to yeah. us at the R Take Pod at <laughs> the uh, at the. Our Take Pod on Facebook and Instagram I mean, and Twitter. By 61 episodes, I was expecting to have... I mean, at least a million. At least. Yeah. At least close to a million. So we just need those who are loyal, who I know there are a plethora, to share. Plethora. Share it. Love it. Comment. Because, you know, we got this movie segment now. Freaking Danny is cleaning up. Yeah, he's got the... I was surprised he got the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. That was... Uh, so... Congratulations that there. That was impressive. I wish we had a prize to give him. Maybe Me we'll too. work on that. I mean, we're still friends, so no. that's probably good. <laughs> if he wouldn't have got it right, then like, yeah. sorry, we this friendship's over till you uh, till you answer one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, share it. I mean, as soon as you do, then it's going to be inundated with ads. So it'll just be to everyone's uh, benefit. Yeah. Because we'll find good products. You know. Right. We'll let you know about cool things. Yeah. Sure. So. <laughs> Welcome back, man. Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Um, since we last met, I have become a world traveler. World tra- got Finally got the stamp in the passport. Uh, actually, I didn't get a stamp in my passport. That's not a thing anymore, I guess. What are you talking about? I don't know. They have... Uh, they have these automated... I didn't... I literally talked to no one when I got into the country. I walked up to a machine... Uh, put my passport face down on it, and it scanned my face, and the doors to England opened. <laughs> okay, so you went to England. London, or, yeah. Yeah, to London. Uh, they didn't stamp it? Nope. 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 I gotta Google this. If you are from the U.S., Canada, Australia, I don't know, there's a bunch of countries, you just go through this automated thing, and uh, it's actually easier to get uh, into the U.K. than it was to get back into the U.S., <laughs> Yeah, the coming back is crazy, isn't it? Uh, it wasn't that bad. Did you bad. go through Canada? No. Okay. Where did you fly to? What do you mean? Coming back. London to where? To Salt Lake. Oh, it was just direct. Yeah. See, when I went, we went to Toronto and then to the UK. Why would you do that? That's too complicated. I don't know. That's It was cheaper. Uh. Yeah, when I, I don't fly for free. Oh. Some people. Weird. So, but But that was easy. I'm pretty sure they stamped my passport, though, so it must be kind of new. Uh, I don't know. I, it, yeah. But coming be. back... In the Toronto airport in the United States, uh, in the U.S., what, uh, terminal, I mm-hmm. guess? When they know that you're coming home, back to the U.S., yeah. they go nuts, man. They they did. They asked me a bunch of questions. Yeah. It was weird. It was like, what? Uh, how many days were you here? And I was like, well, I'm counting my fingers, two, three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what hotel were you at? I'm like, oh, if you stumble. Uh, <laughs> so, I got, so Ashley and I, when we were coming home from London, 
uh, we get to customs, and it's a, like a queue. You have to wait forever mm-hmm. to use an English word. It's a queue. Yeah, it was a queue. Uh, yeah, it did take forever. Just to, just to come back. Getting to England, yeah, they're like, yeah, welcome, whatever. Yeah. But I go up to the, the counter, the ice guy looks at my passport. Mm-hmm. He's like, where, where are you headed? I'm like, home, Utah. Is it KCF? Ashley's behind me, mm-hmm. and so I kind of just pause, and I hear I hear him go, "Where are you headed?" And she's like, "Uh, um, I think." Uh, uh, and he's like, "You don't know where you're going." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, we have a connecting flight, and I don't know what question you're asking me because we were going to like Houston, I think." Oh, <laughs> and he like freaking laid into her like, "You got You don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. You got to know where you're going." <laughs> <laughs> So you got to be prepared with those. My uh, my actual process to get into the U.S. actually probably would have been really easy because they have machines there too. They're not quite as fancy, but the gate agent in the U.K. put my birthday in as 2008 instead of 1985. Oh my gosh! So it made me go talk to the guy. Otherwise, I think I could have just walked straight in. Yeah, I do remember. So I do remember it was like there's machines where you do go scan your passport to let them know you're here, and then they call your name. No, they just open the doors and let me straight in. In England? Yeah. Oh, I was talking about coming home. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. Because um, in Salt Lake, it's not very busy because there's only f- four international flights, and they don't all come oh. in at the same time. Yeah, so it's, so, yeah we were in Toronto, so it was yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's a little different. Anyway, so tell me about it. Well, so uh, I started I, – I was going to leave Saturday or Sunday, but – um, I decided to, the flights looked best on Friday, so I took Friday off and went to Dallas first, because um, the direct flight wasn't looking super great, and there were four flights from Dallas to London that I had a chance wow, on. Wow, so, that's yeah, interesting. I know. They're all within, like, four hours of what each other. What airport did you go to in England? Heathrow. Heathrow. Um, so, on my flight to, uh, Dallas, I flew Delta, <clears throat> and, um... I got on the plane, and it's called a, an Airbus uh, 220, yeah. and uh, it's a it's a newer plane. And uh, I got on and looked at the identifier to see how old it was, and it didn't actually say. It just says it's uh, brand new. Brand new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got into uh, Comfort Plus, and I'm sitting there, and the gate agent walks in. I'm like, oh, she's going to pull me off the plane or something, which yeah. I didn't think was possible because the plane was little, little was pretty light. Really? Uh, oh man, that sucks. No, it's I great. Mean, like That's good. for the airline. Uh, I mean. Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so she walks up to me and she's like, "Excuse me, do you want to move to uh, D two? And I was like, "Do I want to move to D two? What? Yes, of course. It's first yeah. class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, With, yes. Like the beds. No, not a, this. Is just an, a small, small plane. Okay, it's just small itty bitty. Not. It's a hundred seater. Oh, so this, this is just a Dallas. Oh, this is just a Dallas. Okay, yeah, I'm like, yeah. 100 seater to London. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, in Dallas, I got on American and went there, and I ended up getting 36L <laughs> way back in the back. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I didn't have anyone next to me, so it was, uh, except for, well, there's three seats. I had someone on the end, but no one in the middle. So that's so. a bummer when you fly first class from Salt Lake to Dallas, and then Dallas to London, you're... It was long. It was a long flight. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't sleep. On airplanes, I just have a hard time. Really? With that. Yeah. Yeah. I, sl- I I fall asleep right away. Like yeah, I I don't know. Um. So I get there and uh, meet up with my friend and um, we walk around London that day. I got I left it. I was up for twenty four hours straight. Right. And uh, that sucked. <laughs> what were the dates? Let's see. So I left on Friday at three forty five and got there at okay. um, on Saturday at six a.m. So you were there. It's like the exact same time of year I was there, but you had just missed Wimbledon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we just walked around uh, uh, Hyde Park, was where we were staying, over by uh, Kensington Palace, and yeah, uh, we walked ten miles that day oh. bet- between the airport and and that, and then the next day we did all of London and we walked another ten miles. And that was Man. exhausting. <laughs> Favorite part of London? Um, I don't know. It was all pretty cool. We went. Well, the only thing we actually went inside was the Abbey, was Westminster Abbey. Everything, yeah. It's cost like 30 pounds to get into everything. Did you and, go to the uh, tower? We went there. We didn't go inside, though. It was By the time we got there, it was pretty late. And yeah. I don't know. There was a bomb threat when we were there. Oh, cool. See the crown jewels on the moving, on the treadmill? No. They're in their part of the tower exhibit. Right. 
but it's a moving sidewalk, so you can't stop and look at it. Oh, that sucks. And, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't pay like 35 pounds to get in then. Yeah. Um, now, the third day was probably my favorite day because that is the day that I decided or we decided to rent a car and uh, traverse around uh, London. Oh, man. Which brings us to our reoccurring segment that now has music. And it's Spencer's Rental Car Rundown. (laughs) Uh, Can we remind everybody? Yeah. If you didn't listen to uh, the worst day of my life, (laughs) it is all about London. That's true. And that is way back to episode 28. Wow. Scotty was here. So long ago. So if you want to know about Brian's trip to London <laughs> and the worst day of my life, that's episode 20. I go back and listen. But anyway, give me your – my rental car rundown was terrible in London. Yeah. But go ahead. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I got the cheapest one uh, that had unlimited miles. And I think it was like eight, you know, 58 pounds, something like that. A day? Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently all the cars there are manual. Like, everybody oh, really? drives a manual. Like, it's a thing. I was talking to one of my Uber drivers, and he's like, yeah, uh, I guess that they kind of push manuals because they think it's safer. And I was like... Safer? I don't know. Like, you have more control of the car. I'm like, I, well, you have, like I, you have a problem with stuck accelerators or something? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, it's, See, mine was automatic. Well, you can rent an automatic, but it's like 30 or 40 pounds more. And I was like, I know how to drive a manual. I'm just going to do this. Yeah. Um, and it was weird. It, it was it, super weird. It is um, weird. Tell me this. Yeah. Because if, if you remember right, driving on the left yeah. was easier to get used to than driving on the right side of the car. Does that make sense? Yeah, for me. I guess. It was harder for me to get used to being on the right side of the car than driving on the left side of the road. I don't know. For me, I think it was the other way around. Really? Well, I don't know. Well, I guess I, I did hit the curb. Oh yeah! Several times <laughs> yeah. on the left hand side, <laughs> I, I definitely tore up those uh, right. those those because you're used to being in the left part of the lane, right? The left section of the lane, right? So when you're in the right hand side of the car, you you yeah. err to the left. Yeah, that was yeah. my biggest challenge. Yeah. And my friend was like, uh, "You're gonna kill us! You're almost hitting that car." I'm like, yeah. ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and roundabouts are confusing. They are. I I get it. It's a cool idea. I, I think it works pretty well for them. But it's the they but, go the opposite direction. Yeah, so it's, it's weird. As long as I was following cars, yes, it was okay. Do you remember my saying I made up? What it was because uh, in America, obviously, when you turn right, it's a tight turn, and when you turn left, it's wide. Right. And so I made up a a, a saying to remind myself <laughs> that was right wide, left tight. So that if I was in an intersection and I knew I needed to turn right, you have to go to the center of the intersection as if you're turning left. Right. But it's really tempting to turn into oncoming traffic. Yes. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> so every time I came to an intersection, I was like, right wide. Right wide. Yeah. Um, but uh, I had a little a Fiat 500, black, little black Fiat nice. 500. Uh, pretty gutless. Um it was did fun, it, though. Did it have the automatic turn off? Wait, did you get a manual? You got yeah, a manual. So it did, though. Okay. Okay. So for those of you that know how to drive a manual, I don't know how many people are out there anymore. Uh, typically, you have to press down the clutch to turn on the car. You don't have to do that anymore, apparently. You just have to be in neutral? N- uh, yeah, I guess. That must have been yeah. it. And you just turn it, and it comes on. And then when you let go of the clutch, the car turns off. But not like it does... You know, old school where it stutters. Wait a second. So if you're coming to a stop, you push the clutch in, you come to a stop, right, and pull it out of gear, uh huh, and then let off the clutch. Actually, I don't know. I it might have been in gear as long as my foot was on the brake. I think it would, the car would turn off. So it would, it would it would feel you lifting the clutch back off. Yeah, I think so. And would turn off. Yeah, that's interesting. But then when you push the clutch back in, it would turn back on. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It was interesting. It was kind of annoying again, but. <laughs> Yeah, because it's, it's pretty uh, quick to turn on, though. No, it was fine, but it does get hot. It, it was. Uh, oh, it gets the, hot. They were having a, a heat wave there. Yeah. The first day I got there, the first two days were super nice. It was like incredibly nice. Yeah. And then it got up to ninety eight. And it's humid. And it was not as bad as it was in Nashville, though. I well, would say it no. was nothing compared to that. So I think after that, I'm. Did you get well some rain? Set. Yeah, it did yeah. rain a little bit there. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Well, hold on. Okay. So 
<clears throat> we rented the car. She wanted to go to Manchester, but then we decided she she changed her mind like three times. My friend, and there was this uh, safari that she wanted to go safari. to. Safari, you know, like you drive your car through and the the lions come up to your door and you know eat you. And they have that in London. It was uh, no, it was out. Just outside uh, it was of the city of Bath. Okay. Um, and she wanted to go to that, so I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So we went, and um, uh, you go through, you see ostriches, you know, all this stuff, and then we get to this part that says monkeys. And uh, it says, uh, there's a big warning before you drive in, and it says, um, warning, uh, there's wild monkeys, they will destroy your car. Like, it doesn't say, <laughs> it doesn't say they may, it's like, they are going to do. They're going to do They're it. going to do it, so enter at your own risk. By the way, you can't turn around. No, you can. You can bypass the monkey, <laughs> okay. the monkey enclosure. But I'm like, whatever, it's a rental car, we'll right. be fine. Um, well, I didn't get the insurance or anything. Yeah, but, but you got it on your credit card. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So I went in, and uh, sure enough, monkeys started jumping on the car. There oh were monkeys gosh. all over. And they climb up, I have a video somewhere, but they climb up the hood, or, uh, sorry, sorry, the bonnet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I could hear him on the roof, and I'm like, okay, what's going on Did up there? Did you reach into the jockey box <laughs> to get your your pepper spray? No. What kind, wait, what kind of monkeys? I don't like know. rhesus, like small ones? <laughs> I thought you said racist. <laughs> like racist monkeys? <laughs> it's because you were white. <laughs> uh, hold on, I've got I've got a I've got a video here. Uh, if you had to guesstimate weight, oh, that's right there. They're not. Oh, very oh, big. oh, little like ten pounders. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they all jump off eventually, and as far as I can tell, oh, see, there they are moving around on the car. Okay. But anyway, uh, as far as I can tell, uh, you know, once we park and I look around, nothing's been damaged on the car until I look at the antenna on the back, because you know how it has a straight <laughs> yeah. antenna on the back, yeah. and it looks like, uh, you know when your dog gets a hold of something and yeah. just chews yeah. the crap out of yeah. it? <laughs> It looked like that. Was it? Is it like the little four-inch ones? Yeah, yeah. It was a little black one. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, what are these rental car gonna, you know, people gonna say if they yeah. see it? But then I was thinking, like, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna? Did you chew on this antenna? <laughs> no, they're like, gonna, they're gonna be like, you went in a fucking safari, didn't you? <laughs> you went in a safari. Oh, I could not understand the guy at the rental car place. He talked so fast. I was like, "It's hard." Come on, dude. Enough people are probably saying "what" to you all day. What? What? Yeah. You should probably learn to enunciate and slow no, down it, a little bit. It is bro. legitimately hard. I had an easier. There's a lot of Indian people in London. Did you notice? Mm-hmm. And I, it's easier to understand the Indian people than the English people. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was. It just depends. Like the, I don't know how to. Do. The non the Caucasian English people I could understand pretty well, but then there were it was very diverse. But and uh, they were the well, their accent like so we have huge geography here, right? Where the accents slowly change, right? Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it might be hard to understand someone in like uh, Biloxi, Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, as, as that's a that's a I don't know how far away that is, like a thousand miles. Yeah, right. In England, it's like. You go ten miles in one direction, and the <laughs> accent is different. Right, you know, it's true. It's crazy. True story. Um, but yeah, uh, we saw uh, saw a bunch of stuff. It was a fun trip overall. Did but, you go on the eye? No, well, she. It was fifty pounds. Was it really? Yeah, I can't I remember know. how just, much we spent. Like I just. It's super cool though. It's huge. I mean, if it was like you know, I can never come back here. Then, but I can go whenever. So. Were you were you pretty surprised at how big it actually is? The eye? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's huge. I was actually just the whole city as I was flying in is like holy crap. This yeah. place is massive. Yeah. Uh cuz it's uh, I think it's the biggest city in it's the biggest city in Europe, I think. Really? And it's uh That's dense. It's a it's it's a few million people smaller than New York. And New York I was looking at populations and New York is insanely like Yeah. It's kind of they should not People should, should stop should, living they there. They should stop it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, should, they should build a wall or something. <laughs> yeah. What else? Did, uh, um, changing of the guards? Yeah, we saw that. It's kind of dumb. We went huh? to Stonehenge. Yeah, it was Dude, fun. I'm so jealous about that one. Oh, really? How far was the drive to Stonehenge? Um. Well, we went, it was, I guess it was only like an hour and 20 minutes, maybe two hours. From London? Okay. Yeah. But because we went back, we, we stopped there, it was on the way back from where we were at the safari place. That's still like. I would go back to England for many reasons, uh, but I would love to see Stonehenge again. I mean, it I, was, I, not again. I didn't see Stonehenge. It was cool. You couldn't walk up to it though. I guess you used to be able to, but they've got it all roped off. But I mean, you got pretty close. It was cool. Yeah, 
That's dumb. You can't touch them. Um, and then the next day we went into, we did the tour of inside Westminster Abbey. Hmm. And did you know that both Charles Darwin and, um, um, <laughs> oh, I should have, uh, I should have written this down. Uh, just recently died. Uh, Mark, uh, uh, Stephen Hawking uh-huh. are both buried in the Abbey. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And I asked it's like a myself, ma- is it a mausoleum? I actually uh, didn't go into the Abbey. Uh, there. Yeah, there's closed. a lot of dead people in there. But yeah. <laughs> um, why? Why Darwin and they were both pretty not they, but they they weren't Christians per se. I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 England is an interesting yeah. thing yeah. right now because yeah, yeah. the Queen is not only – correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but, I mean, the Queen is the sovereign, mm-hmm. but isn't she also the head of the Church of England? Ooh, I don't know. I'm not sure. So, I'm sure probably. Like, so they have the, – I, I think they have a hard I – don't, I don't know how they rectify the two right now, you know? Like speaking of rectifying, <laughs> why we were there? Freaking Boris! Yeah, the, oh. there were. Uh, so we when the, the day we toured the Abbey, right across the street is the Queen Elizabeth II building where it was happening, and there were so many protesters out there, and someone yelled, uh, "What did I? I think I put it on Facebook. Boris is a liar and a charlatan and not fit for office. Dude, <laughs> Boris is funny. crazy, man. Uh, he's got crazy hair. I was reading some stuff about him yeah. in, like, The Guardian. He's He said some shit. Really? He's The things he said are probably worse than, than what Trump has said. Is that possible? I know. Well, speaking of what Trump said, uh, I saw this at a souvenir shop. Oh, man. So what I'm looking at <laughs> is a picture of Trump. With, uh, it's half Hitler, it's, half Trump. Yeah, but it's not like split down the middle. Like yeah. he has the mustache, one eye looks like Hitler, and then yeah. like towards the end of his one side of his hair, it starts to swipe the yeah. swoop like Hitler had. <laughs> Did you see the mask uh, one that someone drew? It was a cartoon. I think that's what this is. is a, well, maybe not. Is there were stupid masks there? Oh, I didn't even look at the one below it. I didn't even see that one. Oh, it's <laughs> it's Trump making out with Putin, and then there's another one with the leather jackets. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw a political cartoon. It was the it was the mask, like Trump was pulling off a mask, and it was Hitler. Oh, oh. Um, but the best part of the trip for me was coming home <laughs> no, because uh, I got Delta One on the way back, which is first class. They should really call that Delta Alpha. Why? That's just cooler. But Delta One's first class one, Delta One. Uh, and whatever. Anyway, so uh, have you ever flown first class before? Not on an international flight. But okay. Yes, on a on a yeah regional jet. Uh, regional or or this is it's it's we got bumped. it might as well be coach compared to right. what I had right. in oh uh, and we Delta did, One. We did fly first class to Hawaii, but same thing. It was just wider seats oh. and a meal. Yeah, it wasn't a bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, which is what you want. So here's some. Uh, I don't care about the meal. I want a bed. This is me, uh, you know, laying down in my seat <laughs> that fully reclines into a so bed. How did you get this? Well, when you with with most of the air are the, the only one that charges is United, but with Delta and American, uh, we just list as premium. And if there's an open seat, then we get best available. And there were five open Delta One seats. When you say list is premium, you just say, I prefer it? Yeah, I mean, that's just <laughs> what you do. Like, you'd be stupid to not list as premium. Well, I don't think a lot of people know about this, though. Like, I don't know about this. That you can, you just list yourself no, as... No, this is for non-revenue. This is not... Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. When I fly for free, I list for premium, and then I, if there's an open seat, then I, okay. I get best available open So, seat. with your free flight... Yeah, you just get like on the way I there. If there, if I was high enough on the list and uh, there was an open first class, and I would have got on the way there. But I, right, there so was, it's not like I can go buy a ticket to London and list as premium. Cor- You're talking about you are flying free because of your work. Okay, right. So um, I got to sleep. I got uh, I got this gourmet meal. What is which that? Which is steak and mashed potatoes, uh, soup, rolls. I don't know, some kind of fish and a hamburger <laughs> and this fun bag that came with Ooh. socks. 
Ooh, you get socks. Yeah, socks and all cool. sorts of crazy stuff. They bring you the hot towel. Yeah, twice yeah. actually, yeah. twice. You wipe um, off your and face. a hot cookie and uh, whatever you want. And uh, during the flight, I was like, "How much does this cost an average person?" So I went on. Um, I want to guess. Okay, well, I went on Delta's website okay. to to look. And to be fair, I didn't uh, do a day. I did two months out. So I looked. Okay. On a, a September Wednesday, same day that I flew, and from uh, Heathrow to Salt Lake City, Delta yes, One, just one way, Delta One, one way, Delta One, fifteen hundred. All right, no. So first, I'm going to give you the pounds because okay. when you do it this way, <laughs> it comes up in pounds, and then I'll tell you the dollars. Six thousand four hundred and two pounds, which is That's eight, like eight thousand seven thousand nine hundred. It's eight thousand dollars. Eight thousand dollars <laughs> one way. Yeah. I was way off. Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is bonkers. And I, I don't know how people pay for that. I guess people get like points and stuff. And well, uh, you're but you're wealthy. Eight grand is enough to buy a car, no, like a nice, decent, used car. Let's just put it into perspective. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. You talk about like, hey, I want to make a million dollars a year. Yeah. Right? Now, you think about that number and you're like, there's a lot of millionaires in the world. Right. Okay? A million dollars a year is $27,000 a day. Wow. So if you make a million dollars a year, an $8,000 flight is nothing. I guess. You see what I mean? You don't I, relative. I you don't have to relatively be making that much money to justify eight grand on a flight. A million dollars is a lot. I know, but <laughs> but people talk about that number as if it's like a benchmark. Oh right, and they don't realize how much that really is. Oh yeah, like that is so much money. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was amazing, and uh, didn't want the plane to land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a ten-hour flight though. So, um, yeah, but um. Eight grand, man. And yeah. my coworker said that's not the most expensive one they've seen either. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure, like, go if you were to fly to, like, Hong Kong or, like, Singapore or something, I'm sure it's crazy. The, so I uh, I watched a lot. Of, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. That mm-hmm. was really good. It was a good movie. And, uh, but on the way back, I finished up First Man because yeah. I didn't finish on one of my flights. And the service was so good on this plane, okay, <laughs> that as the the uh, Apollo um, eleven was blasting off the rocket, we hit turbulence. Oh, jeez! So it, like it was like a four the pilot four D like, experience. Yeah, pilot's got a camera looking yeah. down at what like, you're watching. Oh, someone's got to get a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just jiggles the yoke <laughs> on a giant plane. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good movie. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, actually. But yeah, uh, fun trip, fun. Uh, I recommend flying first class if you've got eight yeah. uh, eight grand lying around. Did you go anywhere uh, like outside besides Stonehenge? Did you go anywhere else? Did you go further north or anything? Uh, well, Bath was pretty far east, yeah. uh, and we drove through a lot of small towns and stuff. We ate at a couple of the small towns. It was yeah. Got did to, you have got the, to... the uh, English breakfast? That's I did. like the sausage yes. and yes, beans. I did. Uh, it was right here. Two eggs, uh, some random tomato. Yeah, yeah, dude. The mushrooms. half they always have half a tomato that they just pressed on uh, the grill. Beans. Yeah, and uh, some kind of bacon. I don't know. It was pretty good. I had a roast too, a traditional roast with lamb. I had duck while I was there. Oh, English food is weird. It's not. They're not known for their food. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. But there's so much divert. Like we had Indian food. A couple oh yeah, of like, the know. Indian food there is delicious. Yeah, it was. There's really a lot good. of Indian people. Yeah. Uh, and I gained seven pounds. Really? I'm down ten, by the way. But it was because I forgot <laughs> to exchange my money. <laughs> you got, got Churchill. Yeah, I got a Churchill Man, five like, pound. That's like 12 bucks. Yeah, I know. I forgot to turn it in or yeah. spend it. So That's all right. It's a good souvenir. I guess I'll take it back next time. Just start... Uh, the money's plastic. It's so weird. The the cash? Yeah. It's I don't remember. It's literally plastic. But it's it's like, and and see, you can like fold it. This is see through, right there. This little part is see through. Yeah, I should have brought it. I mean, we're the only weird ones who have like weird cloth. You know, like our 
our currency is woven. Yeah, I guess that's true. We've, it's some we've... special cloth paper yeah. combination that nobody knows the formula to. It's a secret formula. I know it, but it's fine. Two parts bleach, one part <laughs> grass. Half part meth. Yeah. <laughs> hemp, probably. Isn't like cotton. Probably it's like hemp. cotton in it. Yeah, it's probably hemp. <laughs> probably. Uh, so, B- Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. Is that his last name? Uh, sounds right. <laughs> he's the new PM. Yeah. And, oh, man, he's crazy. Yeah. He's basically, he promised, he was a hardline Brexiter, and now he's also said, so here, if you don't understand, he's in the same party as Theresa May. The Conservative Party is still still has the majority in England, mm-hmm. but Theresa May resigned yeah. because she refused to initiate "quote unquote" Brexit without, without a deal, deal, without some sort of trade deal. How are we going to run the borders? What are we going to do? Right, and no one would ever agree with what she proposed, and no one would propose anything better. Yeah, <laughs> so freaking dumb. So the, she resigned. She's like, "Fine, I'm done." And. Boris, though, is promising to leave Brexit deal or no deal. Regardless. Which, Which I don't think he understands the implications. I don't think anyone does. That means trade is shut off. That means yeah, it's uh, uh, transportation is shut off. It's travel. Gonna be, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. And uh, the other uh, – the UK is confusing. The other countries <laughs> that yeah. are part of the UK are pretty pissed about it. Yes, but, well, Ireland – half of Ireland doesn't want to. No, well – Northern Ireland, uh, none of them seem like they do, but Scotland is bringing up their referendum again to, to get out of the UK. The UK yeah. Which then, how do you do that? So they're part of the EU, but not part of the UK. Then you have trade problems. Yeah, half of Ireland is going to leave, but the other half isn't. They've talked about well, building a physical wall mean? again. Which because only half of Ireland is in the UK. Right, and so they've been trying to. Uh, that, that's what I mean. Like that's what I'm okay. trying. To, they're trying to figure out. Okay. But we're both part of the EU. Oh, I so see. if one of us leaves the EU, then we're going to have to build a wall. Oh, and which they did back in like the eighties, mm-hmm. you know, before mm-hmm. this all ended. I I don't know. It's a mess. So the main, from what I gathered while being there, the one of the main reasons people want out of the European Union Union there is immigration. Right. It's based on lies, though. What do you mean? Like it was, it was immigration as in we're spending. I can't even remember. He Boris had it put on buses. Like we're spending a million pounds a day on immigration, so we should we should leave the EU and just put a stop to the immigration. A million pounds a day. It was that's like nothing, right? <laughs> well, I, but it, you know, it was something. It was something like that, and it's all based on lies. Like, yes, every country has immigration, right? You know. Well, I think they're, they're the big problem that they are having is that. There's no process. You like you, with the EU, you just basically can jump between countries, right? And London is getting like lambasted. Is that word? No. Well, <laughs> the, at least that's the perception that right. someone that's so, that those I, I pe- mean on the Brexit side are building, right? right? And I only spent four days there, so I can't right. like, <laughs> no. The tell demographics you, but... of every major city are changing right now, right? That was the point of the EU. It's much like the United States. Well, you know, but don't – I mean – They're sovereign countries still. To – but, 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 I mean, doesn't it somewhat make sense a little bit if if you are a wealthier country and you're kind of you, – you've got more money or more resource economy or whatever than the other ones, it seems a little unfair that anyone can just jump to that country because – they're not going to jump to other ones. But simply by moving there doesn't mean you're all of a sudden wealthy. No, I know. If there's more opportunity, but, you know. I mean, yeah. But be that as it may. Yeah. Let's just say that immigration is a true problem. Yeah. Okay? That it's the same thing as like – I don't like the jalapeno poppers at Arby's. So I think we should close all Arby's rather than to just <laughs> well, fix the problem. I think we should close all Arby's too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if if immigration is the problem, then tackle immigration. That doesn't mean you have to leave the entire EU financial system and all of the trading benefits, right. And all of the travel. Well, you know what I mean? They they've already because they don't use the euro. No, and everybody else in the EU does, right? They have the euro, but they don't. 
they don't use it. So they've already tackled something there. Well, they so. never they never switched to the euro. Well, I'm just saying that yeah. they're they've already got some differences, but, so they could adjust their immigration but it policy, does, yeah. maybe. And but it doesn't matter. Stay in the like, trade. You know that currency doesn't matter anyway, though. Right, currency is true. just a symbol. You can go to any <clears throat> in London. They're on every block, four of them, yeah, where you can true. walk in and say. Here's 10 euros, please give me pounds. Right. Or here's 10 yen, give me a penny. Right. You know, <laughs> or whatever it might be. There are money changers, so to speak, like everywhere there in London. There are a lot, yes. They're as frequent as bodegas in New York. They are. And they're, well, they're with like every tourist shop. Yeah. They're, yeah everywhere. So it's, you're, you're, <laughs> you're cutting off your whole face to spite your body. Like it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make any sense. If if that was the one issue, then fix that one issue. Uh, but in reality, what happened with Brexit is exactly what happened in 2016, which was a massive misinformation campaign mm-hmm. headed by none other than Cambridge Analytica and Steve Bannon. Just watched a documentary about it last night. Oh, really? It was the same people. Oh. And they looked at it as an experiment. They oh. said, if we can convince the, the population of the United Kingdom – that Brexit's a good idea, then I guarantee we can get Donald Trump to win. Oh, that was their that was their thinking, and they did it. Hmm. So, Interesting. no, I, I don't know. It's just going to collapse. Yeah, I can't imagine that leaving without a deal is going to work out very well for them. I'm not sure what they have to stand on. I, like, you drove a Fiat. Yeah, that's Italian. Okay. How are you going to get a Fiat there now with no deal? There was actually a lot of, the, yeah. There, I mean, they had BMW, right? Like, no, that's German. It's German. They they only have um, there's not a lot of English actually. Right. English cars. That's just an example, though. I mean, I guess they have ours. The there's a lot yeah. of uh, GM cars there and Fords. That's just an example. Yeah. You know, I they they have no deal set up for international trade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. They were I in one of the aviation things I was reading about. It, apparently, it could uh, be a problem with Airbus because they're made in France. Yeah, so they may not be able to get some planes that they ordered, and um, there's just a, there's a lot there, and I don't know. Uh, I, I, Frankly, without... I mean, here's my hope. Uh-huh. My hope is that the way that they left Theresa May into resignation, they do that with Boris Johnson. I doubt it, because I, <laughs> 50, what was it, fifty one percent on the referendum? Uh-huh. It barely passed. I'm not sure that most MPs in Parliament are really even pro-Brexit anymore, but they don't have a choice because of the referendum. Right. They're saying, well, now that it's been voted, we have to do it. How are we going to do it? Mm-hmm. You know? So... Wasn't I, there talk of bringing up another referendum? Yes, and Theresa May said no for some weird reason. It may, <clears throat> makes no sense. Huh. I have no idea why she would say no. You know? Does it just seem like these right-wing parties are just losing their minds? When you like, have... I was listening to KSL the other day here, the local radio station that is uh, pretty conservative. It's a com- for the most part, there's mostly all conservative pundits on it, but they're just going after Republicans and Trump left and right. Like, they're moderate. Uh, yeah, well, that seems to be moderate is what the Republican Party kind of used to be, and it's right. just like lost its right. It's, it's, I don't know, man. They're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> they're just... crazy. I, I I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to play out. Uh, in, and while you were gone, also, Robert Mueller testified before Congress. And, yeah. of course, everybody saw it through the lens of their own belief. Right. Um, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just objective reality. I don't know why you can't look at some of his answers just objectively yeah. and be a little worried. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that was what they were talking about on KSL. They were talking about um, how they the they shot down the um, voting security laws. Yeah, and they had um, right after they had uh, one of our representatives, on. Mike Lee, probably. No, it wasn't, and he was Bishop. Um, so it was if it was right after Mueller got done testifying right. about how Russia did in fact right. meddle in our election, and they are currently meddling. They had a vote about uh, voter security and uh, right. was it like online security, right? And no Republican voted for and it. And the the two the two reporters, Amanda and uh, uh, Tim Hughes, the the morning people now, uh, they grilled him, and he gave such BS answers. That's... And after he hung up the phone, they were like, 
I still don't think that <laughs> he gave us no. good answers. Well, like we've it, talked about this before. It doesn't make any sense. Until election meddling affects both parties right. drastically, right. then the Republicans are going to be okay with it. Donald Trump said it himself when he was being interviewed by Chris Wallace. I know, right? If Russia came to you tomorrow with information about your next opponent, would you call the FBI? He said, no, that's illegal. Yeah. But he doesn't care. None yeah. of these these hardcore Republicans, I shouldn't say all, don't care until until a Democrat wins mm-hmm. a big race right. or Democrats because of meddling uh, by <clears throat> anybody, either a citizen with false uh, that's misinformation campaigns mm-hmm. or by a foreign entity, then they're never going to come together. Right. Republicans are totally fine to cheat as long as they win. Right. I'm not saying Democrats would be any different. It just so happens that they're on the losing side. Right. <clears throat> so it, <laughs> they're not going to do anything unless yeah, unless they start losing. It's I can't I can't stand Mitch McConnell. I if he died I'd, I don't know, man. I posted a clip to Facebook. I can't stand that dude. Yeah, he's evil. I also posted a clip of Lindsey Graham. Yeah. It was in 2015, uh-huh. calling Trump a bigot on C- on CNN or, or or Fox. I can't remember calling him a bigot, a race baiter, and then like it was because that day he was on Fox saying the president's not racist. He's never said anything racist. <laughs> I just uh, that's what I think bugs me the most right now is they're all just cowards and why cowards. That's what I want to know is yeah. like what is going on? Why are they being cowards? It, it, Trump's base isn't that strong. It's not that big. No. And so they shouldn't be that worried about being reelected. So what is it? Why are they cowering before someone that they know? Because they all know that he's insane. Right. And that he's not doing a they good job. They all said and it. that he lies. Before he got the nomination, all of them said he was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, John McCain. Right. All of them. Right. Hated him. Right. So what? The, the only person who was on his side that was in any remote political power was uh, Sessions. Oh, yeah. He's the only one that jumped on the Trump train early. Yeah. Everybody else was on every talk show saying this guy's fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, we got Ted Cruz who should probably win the nomination. And it, it's unbelievable. that the way, the way they've got they've, to play that in a while. Yeah. The Ted way they've Cruz. swapped. It's just it's sickening. But it's all about money. It's cash. Yeah. You're going to take away my salary if I lose. And Trump has a really big microphone that whatever he says into it becomes true. Yeah. I guess. And that's the problem. Oh. um, One picture I forgot to show you. Yeah. I just thought this is funny. It was a seedy underground KFC. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark stairwell <laughs> with the KFC sign. <laughs> it's just it's so random. I'm just walking down the street and there's this seedy looking yeah. pathway that goes under, underground with a Come KFC down sign this on it. Dark stairwell <laughs> for the should have gone in there and see what it was all about. <laughs> the recipe. <you know? laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, what else? Did uh, you hear about Tom DeLonge's medal he found? That's what I I saw that on the rundown. What uh, what is that? He they had a press release uh, showing this piece of metal oh. that they acquired. Okay, that he says is some strange uh, alloy that oh. is uh, potentially exotic, and it was pretty. It was a very vague. <laughs> it was a very vague press release, um, alien alloy, so to speak. Uh, that hopefully those get tested real soon, and we'll find out whether or not it's truly alien, because it could be. They had a chemist. I'm reading a Vice article, and a chemist was saying that, um, let's see, that it looks like it could be. What did he say? Uh, magnesium. Because uh, it looks like layers upon layers. It's like little metal, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And this guy said, micrometer thick layers are made by mistake in metallurgy facilities all the time. The purification of lead. By removing bismuth using magnesium is a perfectly reasonable explanation for how this metal looks. Now, he hasn't – this scientist hasn't handled the metal. Uh-huh. He's just saying it kind of looks like that. And it should be really easy to test. He says within a month we should know whether or not this is something that could be made on Earth. So cross your fingers that where it's did, not. Where did Tom DeLong get it? What? I don't think he said. He just said – Why that, is he being so vague? I don't know. <laughs> he just said that – because he's – well, I do, I do know. 
He said that the To the Stars Academy uh-huh. um, acquired this potentially exotic metal. Right. And in the press release said, you know, the option to uh, invest uh-huh. is still open. Invest? Yeah. He's trying to get money. Oh. He's trying to get he's trying to get people to to invest in the To the Stars Academy and all of the stuff that they're doing. He's doing a really good job. Yeah. With between the videos that he released like two months ago uh-huh. and now this metal, who knows what else he's sitting on, you know. But anyway, yeah, Tom DeLong have found some crazy metal somewhere. Speaking of crazy, um, are you interested in joining the Area Fifty One raid? <sighs> no. Oh. No, I'm not. I, and I'll tell you. I'm going to save it for the closing argument. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you why during the closing argument. So. All right. Well, uh, I guess let's take a break. Um, oh, where's my break music? Oh, I'm, I'm putting up the wrong fader. There <laughs> we go. Uh, when we come back, I've got some random headlines, and I'm going to be honest with you, they're pretty weak. There wasn't <laughs> a lot of random good headlines going on this so, week, so maybe tune away now. No, yes, sorry. switch to your next favorite podcast. <laughs> but when we come back, we'll do that. Maybe we'll do a uh, movie quiz. Throw oh, another yeah, the, one of those the plot out there. quiz. And uh, closing arguments, and uh, I guess that's it. Wow. These used to be so much longer. I, would, I guess we're still... They got like, carried away. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be back. In a few moments, special counsel Robert Mueller will deliver his first public remarks on his investigation. It's happening! There he is! It's happening! Hooray! He's going to make the case for impeachment, so we don't have to! Oh, no! If Mueller read the Mueller report, I'm screwed! At long last, here is Mr. Mueller. I am speaking today to announce that our investigation is complete and to reveal to the American people that I am really hurt that only a few of you read my big report. I worked super hard on it. My wife said it was the best thing she ever read. Uh Uh-oh. Now let's get back to this historic crisis, which I've decided to punt to our broken shithead Congress. The ball is now in your turd-strewn court. Thanks for the homework, asshole. I trust a room of 500 backstabbing trash bags of human sludge will come to a swift consensus. My God, Chuck, will this affect the infrastructure bill? Not if there's a God. Now, I... I'm sure you expected that with the eyes of the nation upon me, I would, at the very least, summarize the president's wrongdoings. Too bad. I'm a coward. Anyway, I quit. Good luck with the whole Saving America thing. Wait, so it's all on Pelosi? Boo! It's all on me? I'm invincible! And more breaking news. A new Fox News poll has Trump trailing Biden by 11 points. Damn it! This is the Outtake Podcast. We interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. All right, let's get these over with. Um, (laughs) I could not find any, like... Super interesting stories today, at least ones that I hadn't already heard on the radio. So, the first one is out of London. All right. Now, you've been to London. Merry old. I've been to London. And, right, did you ride on the trains a lot? The tube, if you will? The tube, yeah, I did. Um, one thing they really want to get across is that you shouldn't mind the gap. I yeah. mean, that is just really <laughs> preached there. And be clear of the closing doors. There's also signs on the train that say objects, uh, if objects get stuck in the doors, the train's going to be delayed. I mean, that's (laughs) that's what they say, right? And so I guess uh, this young lady did not heed that. And uh, a London Northwestern Railway between (laughs) Bletchley and... (laughs) English towns. Seriously, as as I was looking at all the stops, it sounded like a bunch of English insults. Like... Well, why don't you take your green Piccadilly and (laughs) shove it up your... I don't know. Shove it up your bletchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, this lady got her hair stuck in the doors of the train. While she was on the outside? I don't know. She didn't mind the gap? She didn't mind the gap. 
I guess that would only make sense. I mean, if she was on the inside of the train and her hair got stuck, no big deal. You know, sometimes the, the, the Mind the Gap announcement didn't come up, and I was just wondering if they wanted people to fall at those stations. Like, maybe it was in a lower-income <laughs> part of town, and, like, we don't really care. They're doing this, if they mind this the test, gap. like, if we don't give the announcement, <laughs> how many people will fall? And sometimes they give the announcement, like, after the doors are already open <laughs> yeah. and everyone's off. Mind the Gap, by the way. I mean, <laughs> and the Gap is, like... Six inches. It just depends. There's That's true. Like, it's all. It was not very uniform. They don't know how to lay track. No, over there. No, they didn't learn from the Irish and Chinese <laughs> that laid ours. <laughs> so the worst part about this is a member of the train crew had to make an announcement over the Tenny Tenway. I don't know what that is. It must be the intercom <laughs> to explain the reason behind the train. I can just see him getting on and being like. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> some broad <laughs> got her hair. Yeah, oh. Oh, man. Uh, but luckily, uh, they got her hair. Uh, Is it that hard to just open the door? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like every train I've been on right above it is like an emergency handle. It says, pull this to open the door. <laughs> no other patron was like, hey, there's hair coming through this door. Maybe we should open it for her. Oh, it wasn't. it was her hair extension. Because she just pull it. And pulled her weave out. Yeah. No. Told you these stories were great. It's too bad. <laughs> uh, this other one here, I actually heard on uh, what am I? Oh, let's see. Um, on another radio station. Then I saw it uh, come up here. Yeah. Um. So this guy was in Colorado. Okay, and he's driving along, and he gets pulled over, and. Uh, the officers are like, hey, bro, you have a tail light out and your jerry rig fix isn't going to work. Um, because what he had done was taken a bottle of red Gatorade <laughs> and strapped it to the broken tail light. So the bulb was still good. I guess. <laughs> now, I don't know why they pulled him over and gave him a ticket. I feel like this is a fine solution. It's intuitive. I mean, it's at, the same principle, unless right? Unless he didn't remove the label. He did. Okay, the yeah, that, off. and that's a fair fix. It's, I don't. Here's a picture. I don't really understand what's going on. It's kind of a weird picture because yeah, that's just, that works just fine. Yeah, right. As long I mean, as the bulb still works, it's the same principle. Right. So why pull him over? I mean, everyone else is giving this guy just, crap, but I think he was this in, is just ingenuitive. Yet another example smart. of rompous abuse of power. The man is bringing <laughs> our our intelligent. Uh, I actually highly doubt this guy is super intelligent. But <laughs> uh, can't you buy red tape to like go over yeah, it? Yeah, you can. But this guy was like, no. I'm but if you got stop. a Gatorade, I mean, no one likes red Gatorade. What if it was the What if it was the turn signal light? What would you fill it up with then? Urine. Yeah. Yeah. But like dehydrated, you got to be make sure you're dehydrated. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. The right yeah, amber. Yeah. No color. Gatorade beforehand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're you're gonna get a brake light, and yeah. we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be Amber. Oh, and then the last story here uh, in South Dakota, a couple was planning to demolish their home for renovations. Okay, and they decided to have some fun. So after the house had begun being demolished, uh, they took a uh, can of spray paint and spray painted "Got the Spider" <laughs> on the outside of the house. That's actually pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. So people walking by would be like. Damn, I don't want to live in North Dakota or South like, Dakota. Why'd they tear their house down? It must be a uh, big must spider. Be a spider. <laughs> Actually, no one wants to live in South Dakota anyway. It's a, probably a pretty terrible place. But <laughs> uh, yeah, those are today's random headlines. Right on. That was that good was for pretty you. Quick, right? I yeah. Mean, wow, that might have been the fastest random headlines. I like it on record. They're not terrible. They were. They're random. <laughs> you know, you win some, you lose some with random headlines. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's do some closing arguments. Well, well, man. Do you have something else? Well, we got to do the movie trivia here. <gasps> oh yeah, let's do that. All right. Um. Well, let me do a couple here, okay? And then we'll uh, we'll give one to see if Danny can. Uh, can he get three in a row? Can he? Can he get a? Because he got inception. Turkey? Is that a turkey? It's a turkey at bowling. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. The first one here. This is for. Uh, this is for Brian. Uh, drunk guy keeps losing his transportation. A drunk guy keeps losing his transportation. Uh, 
drunk guy. And I'll give you a hint. His transportation is a boat. Drunk guy. A big boat. Big black boat. Big black pearly boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl. The Black Pearl. Which is like the only good one, right? And they all kind of. Yeah. How many? I mean, there's like 20. How I don't know, do? man. I kind of wish that uh, Johnny Depp would just not act anymore. He's, just a, he's a weird dude. Play a man. new character. He's a weird guy. He's a lot of bracelets. Like, if he dressed, <laughs> he pretty much dresses like a modern Jack Sparrow. So It's true. Uh, he's playing himself. Yeah. Okay. Uh, idiot Ginger. <laughs> This is about you. Thank you for that. Idiot Ginger and Mouse violate eight health code regulations. Idiot Ginger and Mouse violate eight health code regulations. Garfield. No. Uh, Idiot Ginger. Ginger is a guy. This is a guy. Okay. With red hair. And a mouse violate health code regulations. This is a Disney movie. Actually, it's a Disney Pixar movie. Uh, it might be one I've never seen again. <sighs> Idiot ginger and mouse. <sighs> Stupid redhead and mouse. Well, I'm sure people are going to get that one. It's Ratatouille. I was going to say Ratatouille, but I've never seen it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. But you, you, you. I've never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'll do one more, and then uh, we'll get one for the, uh, hopefully you get this one. Okay. Um... Wealthy businessman assaults the mentally ill and is celebrated for doing so. <laughs> Wealthy oh. businessman assaults the mentally ill and is celebrated. This one's actually pretty easy. Is it? Yeah. Shh. Wealthy businessman assaults the this mentally is, this is ill. Almost, this is the same one, uh, not the same one, but pretty similar to the one you couldn't get last time. That should have been super easy. <laughs> like a Batman? It is. It's Batman. The mentally ill. Yeah, Joker is mentally ill. Oh. Arkham Asylum is a... Uh, so it's just Batman just generally? Well, I think this is uh, Batman Begins. When That's when Arkham Asylum gets uh, let out and all the crazy people are out on the loose. All right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> this is a pretty tough one. Okay. Uh, and this is for Danny or whomever. Wants to try in that. At the Arctic pod. Yeah, beat Danny. Ugly guy accept his place. Sorry. Ugly guy accepts his place in the friend zone. Ugly guy accepts his place in the friend zone. There you have it. There's your clue. At the Arctic pod on Facebook. Story of my life. Let us know if you get it. Uh, Maybe you'll get a prize. (laughs) (laughs) Closing arguments. Area 51 raid. Yeah. Listen, by now, they've moved the fucking aliens, man. <laughs> You're right. They've moved them. <laughs> I hadn't even considered that. <laughs> you know what's going to be there? Old planes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a general. Yeah. Uh, nothing's going to be there now. You, right. You can't do this stuff publicly. Right. You've got to go underground. Oh, you're going to come? We're just going to cloak all the alien ships then. <laughs> turn, on the, <laughs> turn on the cloak. Yeah. Yeah. All the aliens have moved now to Area... Uh, 69. Have you have which you heard in... about Dugway here and how it's kind of like sketchy and might be uh, another Area 51 kind of place? Yeah, so Dugway in Utah is the bomb proving ground. Yeah. Which I love. I've always loved that word. Let's prove these bombs work. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> of that, uh, as I was driving along the English countryside, yeah. every now and then there'd be a sign that says tank crossing. <laughs> With a picture of a tank, <laughs> like a like a military tank, like, yeah. like what? <laughs> and should I be worried? Like, mind the tank. <laughs> yeah, they're basically. not going to stop. Oh, that's awesome! Tank, tank versus crossing. Fiat five hundred. <laughs> I don't know, man. Those Italians they wouldn't are, even feel those it. Italians are pretty crafty, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dugway, at least it seems like every other year an F sixteen crashes out there, right? Um, but yeah, they just go drop bombs. I've always wanted to go to the fence. But you, there, you do run a risk of uh, being bombed. bombed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in the West Desert in uh, Utah. They just go out there and blow shit up. Yeah. I think they got, like, old trucks and old tanks. Mm-hmm. 
for it's because we have fighter pilots here. They go out and test it. Yeah, they have twenty thirty five. They have twenty five. Twenty twenty. Have you uh, have you noticed the lack of uh, jets flying over lately? Actually, I have. Yeah, the what, the runway's gone? closed. It's uh, Dead hill. Yeah, it's been reconstructed. Interesting. Yeah, got to do it. Um, now I like this idea of raiding. A I base. do too. Uh, I think that uh, it is Boston Tea Party esque. Yeah, and. You know, you see the memes where they're like, oh, the Air Force is just going to nuke everybody. No, they're not. No, they've just moved them. They're not going to. Yeah, I know. Like, It's probably going to be empty. It's just empty. Just just deserted. Completely nothing there. Yeah. But I don't think that they would, uh, they'd start killing people if that happened. I think they'd they'd just. Sure. Come on in. Your tax dollars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we can finally see that helicopter. Yes, the the Bin Laden helicopter. It's definitely Area 51. It's got to be. Where else would it be? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all gone, people. Maybe we should just do it a day early before they move now, everything. That's what you do. You set it up, mm-hmm. and then the day of on Twitter, right. you say, by the way, we're meeting in Aspen or wherever, <laughs> you, wherever you think they may have moved them to. You know? But well, So what, what's the conspiracy at Dugway? I don't know. I've just heard that it's uh, kind of another Area 51 place. Because it's really big. Well, it's just bombs. Well, I mean, I don't know. So is there a fifty-one? I don't know. Do, do they test bombs there? I, don't I think know. they test aircraft. They test everything there. Seven thirty-sevens fly people in every day and fly them out. You could see the planes at uh, at uh, the Las Vegas airport. Wouldn't it be funny if that was just a ruse? <laughs> like it's just one. They're it's just, just a em- pilot. They're just empty. Yeah, every it's just time. empty. They don't even have a pilot. They're just it's drones. all distraction. The real aliens are in British Columbia, Canada. <laughs> or they're just like in some farmer's field or something. Yeah. Somewhere, s- some natural history. I mean, what, what do you seriously believe? About Area 51? Yeah. I don't think that they'd keep aliens there at this point. If there were, if they had aliens, which I don't, so we, you, we don't know. You're unsure about whether or not they're, do you, do you believe the U.S. government or any world government, the globalists, right. have have aliens um, or bodies of I don't aliens. know that I believe that. It's I don't believe it, but if it came out it wouldn't surprise it was, me. So it's plausible. Yeah, I guess that mind. would be. Yeah. Uh but I don't think they'd keep them at somewhere like Area 51 where people already suspect there right. being something. Do you remember when Danny and I were talking about the great filter? Mhm. And about the Fermi paradox? Yeah, the great filter being the reason we haven't explored outside of our own solar system, or no one else has, mm-hmm. is because there's always something that stops you. Right, it could be something very literal, like space dust prevents mm-hmm. you from flying very fast. Right, and so because a lot of people are like, well, what are the odds that we'd have one crashed spacecraft here? Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, it's actually not entirely yeah. out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> if one being happened to get crashed. Across the great filter, so to speak, mm-hmm. and he made it to another planet. Yeah, just so happens to be inhabited, right? <laughs> you know, because I've always thought about that a lot. I'm like, if there was an alien craft, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the same thing as if like the you know the space shuttle uh, got a little uh, out of hand mm-hmm. and just kept flying, right, and landed on some planet. Right. Crashed into some planet. You know, it's, a, it's the same thing. Right. So, I don't know. Good. I don't see any reason why not. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know why you'd necessarily need to keep it under wraps, but I don't know. That is one of the bigger questions of the conspiracy. Like, why keep it secret? Who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Unless the aliens said, if you tell anybody, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll go Independence you. Day on yeah. your ass. And, uh, <laughs> and the mothership is behind the moon. Yeah. Always. <laughs> oh, Maybe speaking of the it. moon, 2024. Did you see that? Uh-uh. NASA. Oh, we're going back? Going back. It's called Artemis. The Artemis program, which is like Artemis. the sister of Apollo. Oh. 2020. It's only 2024. It's like four years. That's awesome. Going back to the moon. So are we going to really do it this time, or is it going to be... When NASA says it, I tend to believe it, <laughs> you know? Um, maybe this time. This time, last time we actually went, but this time our, you know, fil- filmography <laughs> and effects are way better, so right. now would be the time to fake it. <laughs> well, and they're talking about it's really not so much for exploration as it is 
a launch pad to get to Mars. Oh, right. So a reusable base, something where we can fuel up or I don't know. That's the idea. The moon isn't even that far away. No, but it's the closest we have to. I don't know, but like how much fuel, I don't know, whatever. Well, if you think about it, there's no atmosphere and there's far less gravity. So the amount of fuel it would take to get from right. the moon to the to Mars might be quite a bit less. I mean, the majority of well, I fuel. I guess we use a lot of fuel just to just get getting. Off the ground, yeah, it's seven million pounds. Which I gotta say, I think it's still weird that we ha- that's how we have to get into space. I've always said that if we're ever gonna go anywhere besides the moon, it's gonna be something besides fire that takes us there. Yeah, it's gotta be right. So, something else has to work, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Gene yeah, Rod- I mean, it's, <laughs> it's two, it's three solid rocket, no, two solid rocket boosters, seven million pounds of solid fuel that just to get us into orbit. Yeah. That's it's why crazy. the Saturn V was so big. Yeah. So I just think by now we should uh, just be able to Star Trek it. Yeah. Just float up there. Yeah. Just take a helicopter or something. <laughs> I don't know. Helicopter with a rocket on it. Right. It's not <gasps> a bad idea. Patent that right yeah. now. Proof of concept. Rocket helicopter. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. Uh, it has been episode 61 of the Artake Podcast. Find us at the Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Comment if you know the answer to the plotline movie clue. For episode 61, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. We'll see you next time.